Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by a man whose mother made sacrifices in her life, allowing him his dreams. He's an award-winning director, journalist, creator of Hard Knock TV, and showrunner. Host of Paramount Plus, De La Calle, we welcome Nick Borelli. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Absolutely great, Nick. Let's go beyond the mic. When MTV greenlit De La Calle, you said, quote, dream made true, unquote. Why was an eight-episode docuseries that examines Urbano music and its evolution your dream? Uh, well, I moved to this country with my mom, uh, as you mentioned earlier, her sacrifices when I was eight years old. Uh, and I didn't speak any English. I went to Malcolm X Elementary, uh, and there I learned how to speak English through hip-hop. And I always had this duality to me. I would be speaking English at school and Spanish at home with my mom. So a series like this that kind of takes a, a journey into the Latin diaspora and connects the dots between you know, some of the, the contributions Latinos have made to hip-hop in New York and then goes to different countries and explores how the seeds from that mixed with some local culture have made a gumbo of sorts of, of soups that uh, now are different musical genres that are popping up in, in Latin America. I, I find it fascinating to you know, see what's behind the hit songs that are dominating the charts today to, to understand the, the neighborhoods and the people and the culture uh, that kind of has birthed these movements. You take viewers on a trip from the U.S. to Cuba, Mexico, and your home country of Argentina, revealing stories, icons, and culture. Who is the one person you wanted to get on to, Dea Calle, that you weren't able to because of time or availability? Ooh. There, there are a lot of people, uh, as we went to eight different countries. Like who? Uh, I mean, someone like Bad Bunny, obviously, I mean, I think is, is dominating uh, the charts right now. We went to Puerto Rico and, and we talked to a lot of different people there, a lot of different artists that are doing amazing things. But yeah, I mean, he would be one that I think, you know, seeing his performances at Coachella, at Grammys, at different places, uh, you know, really making a push forward. Uh, I think for Latin culture is someone that uh, I would have loved to talk to and hopefully we'll talk to in, in the next season. Nick, how has this project changed you as you developed it? Mm. It's changed me in a lot of ways, uh, to be honest. I think traveling Latin America and showing me just how it, it's crazy to, to really look back and, and see that we went to some of the neighborhoods where that have been really stricken with poverty and how the people there opened up their arms and, and really treated us like family. And, and they were so excited to share their story and for people to be paying attention to, to what birthed a lot of these cultures. I, I think what impacted me was just the, the grace and, and the humility and, and the warmthness uh, that a lot of different people in, in, in neighborhoods that a lot, of, a lot of times are associated with, you know, negative stereotypes. I think a lot of people think of de la calle, which means from the street in English, and they think that the street has all these negative stereotypes. But there's a lot of hardworking folks in the street that are inspired uh, to, to create culture, to create music. And those were the stories that I wanted to share with the world. Paramount Plus's De La Calle is available for streaming. And Nick Borelli joins us beyond the mic for the Rocking Eight. Nick, all this is is eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Least favorite class from Occidental College. Oh, man. Least favorite class. Ah. Uh... That's a, that's a tough one. I don't know. Uh, one of the hardest classes was uh, kinesiology. I don't know if it was my least favorite, but it's definitely one that, uh, that was very challenging. Nick, you are an incredible conversationalist, able to communicate with big stars to kids who want to be stars. 115 million views on your Hard Knock TV page on YouTube. What's the one fact 
from all your conversations that still blows your mind today. One fact from all the conversations that I've had, we're all human at the end of the day, whether you're a a superstar followed by millions of people or whether you're an artist that's just coming out, we're all human. We all have insecurities. We all have bad days. Uh, You know, we all eat. We all sleep. Hopefully some of us sleep more than others. Uh, But, you know, I I think at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And sometimes we forget that because we treat celebrities like they're different. And uh, I think for me, I've I've always tried to treat everyone on the same page, whether they're famous or not, treat people with with humanity and and with respect. And and luckily, I've been blessed to to have a lot of amazing conversations because I think people recognize that and and people want to be treated like humans. Yes or no. Were you ever friends with Tom from MySpace? (laughs) Uh, I met Tom from MySpace. I, I actually, uh, friends might be a, an, an exaggeration, but uh, <laughs> MySpace uh, actually helped me get back on my feet. I created 80% or something like that of their hip hop content early on. So, uh, so yeah, I, I met Tom a few times. I don't know if we got to hang out enough to actually call him a friend, but, uh, but yeah, he was a cool guy. Best moment from your 94.1 KPFA Pacifica radio. Best moment from Pacifica radio. Wow. You do your research. Pacifica Radio, I was undocumented at the time uh, that I was in Pacifica Radio because uh, I came to the U.S. with a student visa with my mom. And then when I turned 18, I got disconnected from her visa. So I didn't know if I was going to get deported. I didn't know if I was going to stay here. I had a full scholarship to Occidental, which was taken away because of my citizenship status. So Pacifica Radio really gave me the opportunity to to understand the power of the mic, because even though I was only an intern, I remember I was being shy uh, one of the days that I was in front of the mic and, and someone told me that when I was being shy, not only was I being shy for myself, but for the community that I represented. And every since then, when I, I stepped behind the microphone, I realized that sharing stories are not just my personal stories, but it's sharing stories from other people who have also gone through similar life experiences that I have. And, and I, it really gave me a purpose to, to tell stories so that the world can understand uh, each other a little better. What's your favorite place your mom took you growing up? Favorite place mom took me growing up. Uh, man, here she brought me to she brought me to the U.S., which at first was was very challenging because I didn't speak English and I didn't know anyone here, and the rest of my family was in Argentina. But uh, coming here allowed me to to fulfill my dream and to sit here and talk to you now. So uh, so I would say the favorite place that she brought me to was uh, was the Bay Area and to the U.S. Do you still have tapes from your cable access show, The Road Not Taken? Uh, do I still have my tapes? Yep. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Road Not Taken was a, a cable access show, again, during the time when uh, when I was undocumented. Uh, I taught myself uh, it, a cable access show. So it's, uh, you know, you teach yourself how to use the equipment. And then uh, and it was my first uh, TV show. So I still have those VHS tapes, and I've been slowly digitizing them now and, and just taking a, a trip through memory lane and just laughing and and just seeing what what a, a great journey it's been from turning the camera and pointing it at myself and, and whoever I was interviewing to now having a, a whole crew to uh, to come with me and travel. Not only a whole crew, uh, you know, a lot of people who, you know, worked with Anthony Bourdain and, and, and who did a lot of amazing series, uh, you know, got to travel the world with that. So it's been uh, it's been quite the journey. 
Favorite place to watch a sunset? Ooh, favorite place to watch a sunset. Watching a sunset is my favorite thing. So any place that, that has a beach uh, is definitely favorite. I saw some amazing sunsets in Costa Rica. Uh, I went there with my mom uh, for New Year's uh, five, six, pre-COVID, sometime pre-COVID, and saw some of the most beautiful sunsets there. But yeah, anytime I can stop my day and appreciate a sunset, uh, it makes me feel uh, gratitude to be alive. Do you remember the first gift you gave your mom as a thank you when you made it? Uh, first gift, well, every country that we went to, I try to find something that was representative of that country and, and bring it back to, to my mom. So whether it was something that a local uh, artisan had done or something that maybe one of the artists that I interviewed had given me, I kind of put them all together. And then when I saw my mom, I had little bits and pieces of the different places that we went to that I gave her. It's time for one big question with the host of Paramount Plus's Day Akaye, Nick Burley be on the mic. Through your Nia Mia production company, you asked, what makes you original? So, Nick, in seven words or less, what makes you original? Seven words or less. Oh, man. Uh, humanity, vulnerability, being bilingual and bicultural. Um, speaking with purpose. It wasn't seven, but I tried to condense it as much as I could. He loves sunsets in Costa Rica, still has videotapes from his cable access show, and never was friends with Tom from MySpace in real life. Nick Borelli still wants you to watch Deya Calle on Paramount+. Plus. Appreciate you. Definitely uh, check out De La Calle on Paramount+. Plus, and if you don't have a subscription, you could use De La Calle promotional code for a month free. So uh, no excuses. Please check it out. It's the first bilingual series, one of the first bilingual series uh, to go out there and document our culture. Nick, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. Appreciate you, Sean. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app.